0: I have, to, I have to just tell you one story, and then we'll get into it. So, not this week, the, the week before Revival Prayer, uh, we, were, we were all praying for the New Believers Packs. And we just started giving testimony of what God had done in our lives over the packs. And we make up about 30 each, each week. And then last week, every single pack went 31 people gave their lives to Jesus last week. How cool is that? And what I want to say to you is, um, come and pray. The Lord is listening to our prayers. Not only that, he's giving us the prayers to pray. So Tuesday nights, come and join us. Right. One of the biggest challenges that people face today, as I'm just chatting with people in church and outside of church, is anxiety, and 20 years or so ago, maybe even 30 years, it it all becomes a blur, um, I went to hear a Christian neuropsychologist, it's a bit of a mouthful, and he was speaking and he was saying then that our society was heading for an epidemic of stress because we were constantly stimulating ourselves, that we, we live in this state of stimulation. We're always working when God told us to take a Sabbath. Uh, When we rest, we're on social media, computer games, action films, stimulating our our, our brains. Uh, We drive places in a hurry instead of walking, guilty as charged. Um, We live in cities and often don't have time for the countryside. And even in church, often we want to learn instead of resting in the presence of the Holy Spirit. And you say, well, so what? Well, when we live like this, the first thing that happens is adrenaline pumps through our body. And adrenaline is to help us get um, through an immediate um, danger. It's a fight or flight but it's, it's only designed to, to be in the, the, the system for, for, you know, a day or so, to get through an immediate problem. After, after that, if we stay stimulated, a thing called cortisol is released into our, uh, our body. And that's more for long-term stress. But even that is really only designed to be buzzing around us for about 21, 28 days, I, I'm, I'm told. The problem is what happens if we live in a stressful or uh, an anxious state beyond that time? And and what starts to happen is we we start to live in stress and, and then we start to live on the resources of our body which affects our health and our being. Now, hear me, stress doesn't just come from things going wrong. Okay, it can come from things going too well. In fact, why do you think that Jesus would often um, find a quiet place where there wasn't anyone? Because the the, the multitudes of people were drawing off him. And Jesus knew that his resource, if he was going to minister to the people, his resource had to come from the presence of the Father. So he would go away and, and pray. Psalm 116 says this, "The Lord preserves the simple." And the word simple means humble or those who know where their resources come from. He goes on, "I was brought low and he saved me." It says, "Return to your rest, O my soul, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with you." You see your soul must turn to rest so that these chemicals that buzz around our body and are wonderful and and make our bodies work can return to a normal level and we can live healthy lives and as we've been going through this series on the Sermon on the Mount what we're trying to do is to is to learn how now we've given our lives to Jesus now we're we're following him how do we live healthy lives and, and live in a way that He has made us to live? So He said, i would come that you'd have abundant life. Well, how do we learn to live in that abundant life? So we're gonna, we're gonna read from the Bible. Now, normally at this time, I say, get your Bibles. I'm not going to. I want you to stand because we're gonna read the Word of God and we're gonna read from Matthew 6. But, you know, if any of you, if any of you have been around for the length of time I have, sometimes you'll have heard them saying, Church, we're going to minister the Word. Okay, well, that's what we're going to do this morning. We're going to minister the Word of God to you. So whether you, you are in stress or anxiety or um, whatever's going on in your life, I'm going to read and I want you to receive the Word of God into your life. And you can do that How, however's best. You might want to hold your hands out. as as if you were receiving a gift, however you receive. But I'm gonna read over you, and the Word of God is gonna minister to you. Is that all right? Okay, here we go. So this is Matthew chapter six. He says, therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food? and the body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Okay, receive this word. Are you not of more value than they? Jesus is saying, you are of more value. Understand, the God of of the heavens, the Creator God is saying, Aren't you of more value? He goes on, which of you, by worrying, can add one cubic to his stature? Obviously, no one. So, why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they neither toil nor spin. Yet I say to you that even Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. Now, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven. Listen to this, receive this. Will He not much more clothe you? Oh, you of little faith. Now, He's not telling you off here. This is a, this word, oh you of little faith. It means, it means He's saying, you tend to lean, to lean into the wrong things. And so Lord, I just pray as we listen to these words, we would lean into Your Word. And we would lean just as John and um, leant on your breast at the, the Last Supper. And we, as, as English people, we go, that's weird. But he knew something. He knew something about inclining and leaning on you, Jesus. Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For after all these things, the Gentiles seek those that don't know God. For your heavenly Father knows, let that one go in. Your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. So, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. So Lord, just as we stand here in your presence, we pray that your Word, the Word that spoke the creation into being, when you said, let there be light, and there was. You speak into our life, do not worry because you are of more worth. How much more will I clothe you Because the Father knows us and He loves us. And He sent His Son to die on the cross for each one of us so that we could learn to live. In Jesus' name, Amen. Why don't you take a seat? Yeah, that's the Word of God. And just let those words soak into you. Jesus starts this passage, therefore. And whenever you see a therefore, you've got to look before. Okay, that's, that's why it's there. Okay, so when he says, therefore, you look before. And last week, we were looking at where is your treasure? So, because where your treasure is, there is your heart. So, um, we were talking about, we, our treasure is in um, the, the heavenly storehouse, where, where no one can take it, where it can't rust or be lost or stolen. It's in a, 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 a treasure is where Jesus is. And that's what we were singing and worshipping about um, this morning. And he says, therefore, because I have your heart and your treasure is in the right place and you're looking in the right place, do not worry. And he identifies five areas we shouldn't worry. Okay, your life, he says, your soul man your feelings, your desires, your affections, and even your aversions. He says, life is so much more than this. It's so much more than all the things that go on around us. The second thing he says, what you eat, how you will feed yourself and your family. Remember Jehovah Jehovah Jireh? We see, we God is our provider. He says don't worry about these things. he doesn't say don't do anything he doesn't say don't go to work. those are all still very valid things. He's saying, Stop worrying because God is your provider. The next thing he says what you don't worry about what you drink, but um what you receive into you because he he says anybody who's thirsty, come and drink from me because the, the, the thing that refreshes us is being in the presence of God. You know, you've been refreshed this morning because you've been with Jesus and, and you're going to go out of this place healthier than you came in. And then he says, your body, what it looks like. You know, I'm, I'm so grateful to the Lord that he gave me an incredible body like I have. Yeah, and, you know, I know many of you are in awe and, and, you know, you, you go, I, probably one of your common prayers, give me a body like Steve's. <laughs> so I'm 139, says, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am wonderfully made. I was getting my eyes tested this week and the optician, she said, the good news is your eyes are, you know, are good, good and healthy, still need things to read, keep praying, and, but they're they're just the same. She says, although you do have a drooping eyelid, um, but don't worry about it. And I go, I wasn't until you said it. And now I'm worrying. And then then I'm I'm going, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm defigured. And then I realised, actually, I'm just starting to look like my dog. Um and 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 and, and they, they I got a picture for you so you can just, just see if, if they they'll put it up. You know, I'm I'm actually in my older age becoming like a cute dog. Okay, that's the way I'm viewing it. All right. <laughs> there he is, look, and that's what happens. See you know those drooping eyes? Everyone's just gonna love me even more. Going on with the, the psalmist. You are wonderfully made. I am wonderfully made, even with a drooping eye. I'm just a cute little puppy. <laughs> My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret, skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw by substance, everything about me, yet before I was even formed, and in your book, they're all written. The, the Lord, it was all in the book, how he was going to put me together. He didn't make a mistake. So, God didn't make a mistake with you. And I just want to offer this to you. Stop believing what social media says and start believing what the Bible says. Okay, because because sometimes we get caught up in all the things and all the junk it says and we need to start believing what the Bible says and that's the inclination. Jesus is saying, lean into me, not what social media says. And then the last one he says is clothing. Why, you know, why do we wear clothing? Why did any of you bother to get dressed this morning? To cover our shame. That's why, uh, that, that's what happened in the garden. The first, the first, the, the first clothes. But now, we are, through the waters of baptism, Paul says, we are clothed through Jesus Christ. So, so, do wear clothes. But, um... <laughs> just in case anyone misunderstands something. But, but now we are clothed with Christ. That's why he's saying, don't worry about what you wear. I mean, you can still look good. Um, I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is this anxiety. What will people think of me? Jesus says, is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? See, whenever I read passages like this, what I'm looking for is the interpretive key. What's gonna uh, make this work in my life? And there are three things he says. Are you not of more value? Will he he not much more clothe you and your heavenly father knows? Those are the reasons I don't need to be anxious because I am of more value. How much more will he clothe? I look at nature, I go, you've done a good job, Lord. How much more will he clothe me? And are you not of more value to him? Because he sent Jesus to die for each one of us. That's a value. That His only son he sent and gave his life for us so that we could know him. That's our value. So when God walked in the garden with Adam, a journey started. Then Jesus comes and he walks with the disciples so that he's with them. Then he says, Open up your life, let me in. And the Holy Spirit comes into our life and he now walks with us. God walking with us. So when Jesus says, Do not be anxious, he's not saying, Try not to worry too much, work harder. Don't, don't, you know, put all this anxiety aside. That's not how Jesus deals with things. When Jesus says, go and sin no more, he's not saying, um, you know, I'll do your best to not sin. He says, stop it. And his word that created the world is powerful. And he comes upon us and in us. So when Jesus says, don't worry, what he's doing is he's lifting the worry off of you. He's saying, you don't need to worry. And and that's why we let his word fill us. He says, I have you covered. You see, everyone gets anxious. Is there anyone here that's never been anxious? Because if you are, you can come and do the talk. we, We just get anxious, right? When I get anxious, what I have to do is find Jesus in what I'm experiencing. You know, I have a list of things that I can get anxious about. You know, I mean, number one thing is, will you like my talk this morning? You know, there's pressure. Yeah, you know what if they don't like me, Lord? What if now I've got a drooping eye? Do you know, they're going to they're gonna think that, do you see where it starts? You know, or I don't look as good as all those young, handsome, beautiful people that keep getting saved and coming into this church. Lord, why couldn't you keep my body looking like that? Or, do you know, when we, when we were only 20 people, there was only 20 people that could leave and get upset. You know, now we're 1,000 people. They can all walk out. It's getting worse. The anxiety builds to perform. So what I want to do is I want to give you some tools and an example. All right? When I feel anxious, I need to be with the Holy Spirit. And, you know, I had some counselling that really, um, I've, I've had counselling a number of times that really helped me. And firstly, I want to say to you, counselling is, is not unspiritual. We take counsel and we have Freedom Center here every Thursday. And if you're working through some things, sign up because Jesus has forgiven your sins so that you can live and he's working in you and he uses the whole body to bring healing and health to us. So if there's some things you need to work through, come to Freedom Center. But my, my counselor said to me, Steve, um, if, you, if you're feeling anxious, you've got to think of the rain. Think rain. Okay, and it's easy in Leicester because it never stops. And what he was talking was: um, recognize, allow, investigate. This is natural. Okay, this is all Bible. So, ah, So you start to feel anxious. Recognize what's going on, and talk to Jesus about it. That's why He's come and made His His life with you. You know. Uh, I'm, Jesus, I'm feeling anxious. I don't know why I'm feeling anxious. I know I shouldn't feel anxious, but I am feeling anxious. And I'm inviting you into my anxiety because you are the lover of my soul. And I, I just don't want to stay here. So I'm talking to allow, allow the experience to be there. It's absolutely real. You know, you can, well, by faith, I'm not anxious. No, I still am. You've been there. I'm just bringing this down worth. right? all right? So allow it to be there. It's it's a real thing that's going on. Whatever's happening in your life, it's there. I mean, you can try closing your eyes. No, it's still there. So allow it to be there. Um, I don't need to change it, but he does. Okay, so allow his words to start to be louder than the anxiety. It's the leaning. It's where we're going to lean. I'm of value. If he clothes the flowers of the field with greater honor than Solomon, how much more me? And then investigate with kindness. Don't beat yourself up. You know you shouldn't. You shouldn't be like this. I'm a Christian. Be nice to yourself. Jesus loves you. That's why you came to him. He's going to be nice to you. He's not cross. So, so don't beat yourself. Why am I? It's more Jesus. Why am I feeling what I'm feeling? My heart is with you, Jesus, my treasures are all in the right place, and then start to process with them, what's the worst that can happen to me? I fail, I get embarrassed. People lose faith in me. I mean, those are the worst. Didn't When I gave my life to Jesus, I died, right? I've never met an anxious, dead person. The problem is, often I, I crawl off the altar. You know, I'm dead. And then something happens and I start to crawl off the altar. And, and that's, that's where it is. So I just, I just need to, to stay on the altar before the Lord. You see, it's, not any, it's no longer about me looking good. You see, if he looks good, I get an A. So it's starting to understand and process it with him. You know, in fact, the reason I'm anxious could be that I've stepped out of the boat. It might be that actually the reason I'm anxious is I'm actually following what God's doing and my friends who are not anxious are all sitting in the boat cheering me on. Well, they're not anxious because they're in the boat. Peter was out walking on water. So he was anxious. Lord! <laughs> I he grabbed him. And he said, do you remember it? where we were leaning? Peter, you're looking at the wrong things. Lean on me. Take my hand and I'll pull you up. It's learning to walk with Jesus. And then this is natural. John 16 says this, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. That's what we want, right? Peace in God. It's not a trick question. Yes, good church. Uh, <laughs> In this world, you will have trouble. Anxiety, is one of the translations of that word. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. See, I'm feeling anxious. Jesus said, I'm going to feel anxious sometimes. Why? Because there's trouble around, so it's okay. I don't need to pretend it's not happening. But he's told me all this so I can find peace in him. So Holy Spirit, I need your word of assurance and your peace that surpasses all understanding in this moment. Because my security is not just in the knowledge. Here, I need to experience it here. You've got to come so I experience what's going on. I can't just know it. It's it's got to take over all of me. Jesus says, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Today, all you can do is seek first God's rule in your life and his righteousness, obey his commands and all these things, the five things I just told you about will be added unto you. We're almost done. I'm going to finish. I told you I would tell a story. (sighs) I crashed my car this week. I know. You know how I love my car. Not as much as my wife or Jesus. Just be clear. It was my fault. I took on a bus. Yep, the bus won. I've learned the lesson of the day. Don't argue with the Lord or buses, okay? I'm a really private person. I've crashed my car and all these people are getting off the bus taking photos of me and filming me. I am so embarrassed. I'm like dying inside. I, I, I Honestly, I prayed, Lord, if you were going to come back, now would be a really good time, <laughs> okay? It got worse. And then it got worse. Because then Tolu, who works me, she drives up, she stops and she says, Pastor Stevie, are you okay? Well, I wasn't until you got here because now I'm just embarrassed more. <laughs> it's true story, isn't it? <laughs> And I'm like dying inside. and I, I have to hold my hand. I go, I made a mistake. It was my fault. And then I'm like, oh Lord. Everyone's going to just think I'm a terrible driver. Do you you know, sometimes the Holy Spirit speaks to me. He spoke as clear as anything. (laughs) He said, you are a terrible driver. (laughs) He said, that's why I've given you a Mercedes. He said, if you're going to take a bus on, do it in a Mercedes because you're going to be safe. (laughs) And then all the anxiety started building because I'm going to go... The insurance is going to be bad. They're going to throw everything at me. I'm going to, the car's going to have to go. I'm not going to be able to do all these things. And the Lord, honestly, I mean, all of this processing, anxious. And the Lord says, can we just put a pause here at the moment? He says, you're perfectly all right. No one's hurt. Apart from your pride is hurt. That, that was down here. And he said, I don't care about that bit. That's the the altar bit. You're dead. All right? And then he said, tomorrow will worry about itself because you will have another opportunity to experience my goodness when the renewal comes in. You see, where are we going to lean? Where are we going to live? What I'm saying is, and I realize we're out of time, There are many types of anxiety, trauma, circumstantial, medical. I'm not saying pretend they're not real. I'm saying face them with Jesus and learn to hear his voice in them. Because when he speaks, there is power to move forward. You see, the interpretive key is you are of great value and your heavenly father knows what you need. Sometimes anxiety is holding you back But sometimes it's there because you're actually moving forward. You're stepping out of the boat. Freedom from anxiety comes when we see from heaven's perspective. Once I hear the living voice of Jesus in my life, I'm fine. My struggle is finding his voice in all the noise around me. So, I need to learn to spend time alone with Jesus so he can filter out the noise and time in my Bible so I can hear his voice and believe his word. When Jesus says, oh, you have little faith, he, he's saying, you're inclined to be- not believe what I say. And what I'm teaching you to do is get you in a place where you're not believing in the wrong things, but you're inclining into the right things. And you're believing what I say. And you're believing what heaven says. And that's where you start to walk in abundant life. He says, I'm changing the inclination of your life. You see, Jesus wants us to move into a new space where we can hear his perspective, where we can see through his lens, our our thinking, our body chemistry, and our view of the future starts to change in line with his kingdom. So anxiety starts to lift and it is replaced with his peace where our souls find rest and joy is released in us because he is dealing with us bountifully. That's what the psalmist says. I've run out of time. You stand up.